Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to teach children about the Sabbath and to lead them through a study of the Bible. Remember to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on, kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. I'm Auntie Nat. It's great that you could all join us to meet with the King. Come and join our worship time together. Hello, Auntie Cecily. It's wonderful you could be here with us. Hello, Auntie Nat. Hello, children. It's great that you're here as well to help meet the King and worship the King. Hello, Teddy. It's lovely that you're here with us too. Auntie Cecily, could you please say a prayer for us to open our worship time? Dear Father, thank you for keeping us safe through the past week. Thank you for your Sabbath day and thank you for all the children who have been able to join us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Do you know that this is a great time to reflect on our week and count the many blessings that we've received? Sarah, you have a blessing for us. We were travelling and we stopped because we saw a horse and we got out to pat it. And um, I got out and started patting it and then it turned around and bit my stomach and luckily dad was there so he could protect me and make sure I was safe. That's great Sarah, thanks for sharing that with us. Aunty Cecily, you have a blessing to share with us as well, something about the Sabbath. Yes, we'll find out later in our Bible study how Joseph, who had the prophetic gift from God, interprets dreams. John was one of Jesus' disciples and he had a special dream. John had a vision from Jesus on the Sabbath day, or as Revelation 1 verse 10 tells us, on the Lord's day. Mm. Jesus had a very special message for John to send out to the churches. When we come together at church, Jesus has a special message for us. It could be in our Sabbath school class, or when we sit at church with our mums and dads and listen to the preacher's sermon. Jesus wants us to share the teachings of the Bible with others, just like he asked John to do. Jesus wants us to tell the people around us how much he loves them Mm. and wants them in his kingdom. Jesus wants us to tell people how special it is to spend a day with the king. Mm, Isn't that great? Thanks, Auntie Cecily. Do you know another way that we can worship God on Sabbath is through song? And we have Pastor Rick here. Thanks, Pastor Rick. Hello, boys and girls. What if we sing When He Cometh? When He cometh, when He cometh To make up His jewels All His jewels, precious jewels loved and his own like the stars of the morning his bright crown adorning they shall shine in their beauty bright gems for his crown little children little children who love their redeemer are the jewels precious jewels his love Shine in 
Pastor Rick, can we please sing I've Been Redeemed? Yes. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. Filled with the Holy Ghost I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. He's coming back. He's coming back. To take us home. To take us home. He's coming back. Can we sing Jesus' name above all names? Let's give it a go. Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Saviour, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer. Pastor Rick, it's great to praise God in song. Liam, we discovered a blessing at Sunnyside this week. Will we share that with the children at home? Yes. Good. Let's go have a look at that. Hello, boys and girls. My name is Dr. John Hammond. Welcome to the Australian home of Mrs. Ellen White. Come with me. I've got some stories to tell you. Thank you for sharing yet another story about Alan. You know, way back at the beginning of these stories, I told you the story of Alan's accident. She had an accident because Satan hated her so much. Of all the people who were living a hundred years ago, Satan probably hated Alan more than anybody else in the whole world. Why? Because she preached and wrote about Jesus. And just to remind you, a girl, 13-year-old, that would be about as big a rock as you could pick up and throw at somebody hard that got her right in the face, smashed her nose, smashed her cheek, smashed her mouth, so much so that her father didn't recognise her. And she was so weak, and God chose the weakest of the weak, and she grew up. You know, as she wrote all these books and God gave her these visions and dreams. He showed her what the world was like before people lived here. And he, she even heard what Satan's voice sounded like when he was Lucifer. When he was Lucifer, he was the chief of all the angels. And she says that his voice was like the purest of pure water 
tinkling over silver rocks onto pure gold. His voice was so pure, he sang beautifully. And when the other angels heard him speak, they were so thrilled. And then she says, when he became Satan, when he became so evil, his voice sounded like the shrieking of owls, the yelling of bats, the hissing of snakes, and the roar of a forest fire. His voice was so horrible, and she said it had so much hatred. But you know, even though she was working for God, she still had to suffer. We live in a sinful world. Her teeth always gave her problems. And before she came to Australia, when she was in New Zealand, the Dr. Cara said, Ellen, I'm going to have to take out the rest of your teeth. Now, when I go to a dentist, I know I'm not going to be in any pain because the dentist used the finest needles and the most modern equipment. But then they had no needles. She had to sit in the chair and they pulled out. She only had eight teeth left. No anesthetic to pull them out. And, and Alan was just shaking like that at the end. It took two hours. And so they made something for her because without your teeth, you can't talk. And this is what she had. You don't see false teeth much these days. These belong to a lady who's no longer using them. But they made a set for Alan, lower and uppers. And you know, Alan wasn't a perfect person. She was short, she was a little bit fat, she couldn't spell, she used to get tired. But she had a heart that was dedicated to Jesus. And you know, she did something one night that caused a lot of laughter. It was a very, very cold night. And she left her teeth in a glass on the window ledge. It was so cold that the frost came through. And when she got up in the morning, she could not put her teeth in because they were frozen solid. So she had to go like I've got teeth again. And they had to get her teeth and put them in hot water. And I think that even Ellen's angels would have laughed that night. But Ellen's angels were with her. We know that on many occasions she was so tired. I read a page where she is writing and then she puts in brackets, fell asleep. But she wrote this beautiful book. When I was 16, I read The Desire of Ages. And that's what made me want to work for Jesus because of the beautiful writing in that book. And she was not perfect, but she loved Jesus. And Jesus can take an imperfect person, a weak person, a person with a smashed face, a person whose hand would shake, a person who had to write with a biro, with a pen that couldn't hold still. And God used her. And that is why we love the work of Ellen White. Thank you. Hi boys and girls, happy Sabbath. Welcome to our Bible study. Have you got your Bibles ready? I hope you have, because then you can read along with us. Auntie Cecily, can you please pray before we open the word? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of having Bibles to read and learn about you 
And we pray that you would guide us in understanding as we read the story today for Jesus' sake. Amen. 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 Now, Elijah, do you remember what happened last Sabbath? Who did we study about? Joseph. Joseph. And what happened to Joseph? His brothers sold him into slavery. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Let's see what happened to Joseph and how God turned something bad into something good. Okay, now Liam, you're going to read our first Bible verse. Can you turn to Genesis 39, 1, please? Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, and an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. Mm -hmm. Do you think Joseph was a bit scared? Yes. He probably was. He was only about 17 years old and he would have been very upset that he was taken away from his father and family. But remember, we learnt last week that um, Joseph loved to obey God, didn't he? Mm. Joseph loved to listen to how God had taken care of Jacob and he remembered all this. Now, Kate, can you please read from uh, Torchlight, Mrs. White's writings? And can, let's see what she says about this. Now all these precious lessons came vividly before him. Joseph believed that God of his fathers would be his God. And he then and there gave himself fully to the Lord. And he prayed that the keeper of Israel would be with him in the land of his exile. Wow. So Joseph prayed and gave himself fully to God and asked him to protect him in Egypt. Nick, you're going to read our next verse for us. Genesis 39, 2 to 4. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. And the Lord made all to, he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favour in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of the house and all that he had put under his authority. Well, so did God bless Joseph? Yes. yes. He did. Do you know what? Joseph chose not to worship the idols in Egypt. He chose to worship the one true God. We read in verse 3 that Potiphar saw the Lord was with him. Do you know what? I think God's light was shining through him. Is it important to let our light shine? Yes. yes. Let's, let, let's read together our memory verse, Genesis 39, 3. Can we read that together? Let's read it again. And his master saw the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. But something happened that landed Joseph in jail after 10 faithful years of the service to Potiphar. Potiphar's wife accused Joseph falsely of attacking her. Do you think Joseph would have attacked someone? No. no, I don't think so. Elijah, can you please read Genesis 39, 20 to 23 for us, please? Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority, because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. 
So, God bless Joseph again. Even the prison warden put him in charge of the prisoners. Do you think Joseph's light was shining for Jesus? Yes. yes. I think so. Kate, can you read Genesis 42 to 8, please? And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. So he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison, the place where Joseph was confined. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them and he served them. So they were in custody for a while. Then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt who were confined in the prison had a dream. Both of them, each man's dream in one night and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came into them and in the morning and looked at them and saw they were sad. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, we each have had a dream and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God? Mm. Tell them to me, please. Mm. So the butler and the baker of the Pharaoh, they somehow offended him and he threw them into jail and they were under the care of Joseph and they had some dreams. Now, Joseph, we just read, acknowledges God, that God's the interpreter of dreams. And if we were to read on, it says that Joseph did interpret them and they came true. The butler gets released in three days, but the baker dies in three days by hanging. But... When the butler went back to the palace, Joseph asked him to remember him because he was innocent, wasn't he? He shouldn't have been in jail. But do you know what? The butler forgot him and Joseph was in the jail for another two years. Goodness me. Let's see what happens next. Auntie Cecily, can you read Genesis 41, 1 to 8, please? Then it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream. And behold, he stood by the river. Suddenly there came up out of the river seven cows, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gaunt, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the river. And the ugly and gaunt cows ate up the seven fine-looking and fat cows, so Pharaoh awoke. He slept and dreamed a second time, and suddenly seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, plump and good. Then behold, seven thin heads, blighted by the east wind, sprang up after them, and the seven thin heads devoured the seven plump and full heads. So Pharaoh awoke, and indeed it was a dream. Now it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. And Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. Mm. So the butler all of a sudden, what do you think he does? Does he remember Joseph? It yes. took two years, but he remembered Joseph. And he goes to Pharaoh and tells him about it. Let's read that, Ella, in Genesis 41, 14 to 16, please. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And he shaved, 
changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, but there is no one who can interpret it. But I have, un- have heard it said that you can understand an, a dream to interpret it. So Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. So Joseph again gives all the credit to to God for the interpretation of the dream. And if we were to continue reading, the Bible tells us that Pharaoh tells the dream to Joseph. And then Joseph says that through God, he revealed to him that there'll be seven years of great plenty and seven years of great famine. Sarah, you're going to read for us Genesis 41, 33 to 36, please. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years. And let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. Then that food shall be as a reserve for the land for the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land may not perish during the famine. So who do you think Pharaoh chose to do this job? Joseph. Joseph. That spirit of God was shining through him and even the Pharaoh of Egypt could see it. Did God turn something bad into something good? Yes. He did. Thank you, boys and girls, for joining us today in reading the Bible. It was great to have you along with us. You can worship the one and only true God like Joseph too and refuse to worship the things that are in your life. God blessed Joseph because of this and used him in a mighty way. God can do that for you too. Next Sabbath, we are going to study how through God, Joseph not only saved the Egyptian race from starvation, but also saved his own family from starving in a famine. When we keep the Sabbath day like God asks us to, we are saying that God is our king. Joseph also made a stand and chose God to be his king. Mm. Reading our Bibles helps us to make the right choices in life and to know who we should serve. Sabbath is a great time to spend reading your Bibles, but God also wants us to read our Bibles every day. Auntie Nat, can you tell us about the devotional that relates to our study today? Sure. We have a seven-day devotional study available on Joseph in Egypt, the subject we just studied together today. This devotional expands on what we learnt. You can download and print it free from the website which is on the screen. This will help you to read your Bible every day and to spend time getting to know God. Auntie Cecily, will we say our memory verse together? Yes, children, you ready to say it all together? Genesis 39, 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. Auntie Nat, you ready to sing our blessing song to the children? Yes, let's do that.
next Sabbath. On Sabbath, I like going to church and coming home and having a nice lunch and spending time with my rabbits. On Sabbath, I like listening to the pastor and spending time with my family. On Sabbath, I like going to church and having a walk with my family on the beach. You have been listening to a production of 3AB in Australia Television. God bless you, kids. Remember to join us next week. Thank you.